All right. Welcome back to the Face Off Spot. This is your host, Adam Larson, and we'd like to thank you for tuning in to uh, another episode. Uh, always appreciate when you guys tune in. Uh, we'd like to thank, as always, our wonderful sponsor, Rubes Brews. Uh, Rubes couldn't be here tonight, but uh, I think we're still going to have a, a good episode uh, without him, but always miss him. Uh, feel free to check uh, Rubes Brews out on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, they do have, I believe, a new Face Off Hop double IPA which is really good, and you should check it out. It's going pretty quick, so if you're trying to, you need to do it now. All right. Well, hey, um, we have a very, very special episode tonight, and I know I always say it's a special episode, but a lot of these are special episodes to me. I don't know what else to call them. Um, I'm being genuine with you, but I do feel like this is a good one. Um, one thing that the Face Off Spot's been able to kind of be a part of uh, recently is, is a part of a lot of, uh, I would say, community. I'm trying not to give away too much yet. Uh, a lot of community building and a lot of uh, just doing this, this podcast was always supposed to be a benefit for the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth community, and I feel like we're actually kind of helping do something, uh, but we're helping uh, other organizations that have been doing this for a long time. So we've uh, always felt very lucky to be a part of this and to feel like we're a part of something bigger than ourselves instead of just having my uh, idiot friends on and having us drink beer and, and laugh. But uh, we'd like to do that anyway, but if we can help uh, benefit some, some good people, then uh, we, we want to do that. But I know that I've posted uh, you know, through uh, Face Off Spot and then also my personal uh, social media, but there is a huge charity game going on at the Mansfield Star Center. Yes, it is at the Mansfield Star Center, which I consider to be home, but that is going to be on the 31st. Who's playing, you might ask, okay? We've talked about both these organizations before. We have the Dallas Warriors. We have the Fort Worth Patriots, okay? This is going to start at 6 p.m., okay? So that's 1715 East Broad Street in Mansfield, Texas, all right? So this is going to help the disabled military veterans and service members uh, ice hockey. So this is just good things. And there, there, there's good guys, there's good hockey. Um, I'll be there. I'm hoping that I can do something that I did uh, before where I kind of recorded during the game, and it was a lot of fun because um, Corby and I, it was our first uh, live show, if you will. Uh, and we had a lot of fun. We still talk about it to this day. But uh, anyway, hoping that we can do that again. But in order to kind of get the word out, because I know a little bit and I know a lot of these guys, but I needed to just bring in representatives from both sides to tell us uh, not just about this game, but to kind of go through like everybody does. And they go through their, their hockey story. And we're, we're going to do this here. So in front of me today, I have from the Fort Worth Patriots. That's you, Dale. Dale Vogel, from the, he, you are the representative. They sent you out of everybody they could send. The Fort Worth Patriots sent you. But Dale Vogel is here. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate you having us. Yeah. And then as the representative for the Dallas Warriors, I have to my right, Ryan Young. Ryan, thanks for coming on. Glad to be here. Thanks. And so, Ryan, to be honest with you, I kind of feel like I owe you not just for coming on, but um, I feel like you may, and we'll get to it in a little bit, but you may have had something to do with getting this game, because you guys play these games on a fairly regular basis, but it's the first time that you're playing down in Mansfield, and I can't, you know, I can't tell you enough of, of how welcoming we want to be and how happy that you guys are, are down in Mansfield. I just think it's really cool. Yeah, well, we, uh, you know, we've done a few of these games in the past. Uh, the last one we had was back at the beginning of March, mm -hmm. into February, and uh, that was at the Farmers Star Center up in Farmers Branch, so... Uh -huh. uh, you know, both of our teams have a lot of overlap on the roster, so we do yep. have a pretty good uh, pool of players from the Fort Worth uh, area. Uh, like I said, Dale's from Burleson. I myself live in Arlington, even though I play on the Dallas team. And yep. so 
we've been trying to do some more stuff back down this way. And uh, with the success, the Lone Star Warriors have had with a couple of games, uh, I think they've played two games down here now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after the last one is when I kind of reached out and kind of got the ball rolling on this one. Well, hey, no, I, I just am, am super grateful that, that you were willing to do that. But and what I'm hoping is that I really do feel like the Mansfield hockey community, I know that we don't have necessarily like a travel organization, um, but we're kind of moving up. You know, we're going to have TCU next year, so we're going to be like their home rink for that. And then you guys are starting to play there. I just really feel like... It kind of took a little bit, a little while, but I think people realizing, oh, like Mansfield, you know, even though it's further south, like we're we're doing things the right way and we're getting people in here. But I think part of that is just, uh, you know, my general manager Brian Lee. Um, you know, he's all over all the different star centers. I know he's probably refed some of your games. I'm not going to say if he's done a good job or not because I don't understand officiating well enough. Uh, but anyway, so he's around. Um, I coach, so you know, I'm all over the different star centers. I'm up at uh, Allen Event Center, so it's one of those things where we've still gotten to meet uh, a lot of what we would call you uh, northerners or, you know, the <laughs> ones that play up, up north. Um, but it, it's one of those things where we just we feel like we're kind of on the other side of it now. We feel kind of uh, like a, we're a part of that community. So the fact that you kind of allowed us to be the, the, the host uh, for this event uh, was just really, really cool. But um, are you guys ready to get to your because you're not off the hook, even though you're here for your representation. I want to know your hockey backgrounds because I just feel like there's a, a lot of fun to be had by going back and doing this. So, Dale, do you mind if we start with you? Sure, absolutely. Okay, so Dale, uh, you know, I don't know if you listen to the episodes, but I always have to give out the instructions uh, as far as we are here right now, and it is July. I always have to check. It is July 6, 2021, but I want to rewind to where D- uh, Dale Vogel has not started playing hockey yet, but what catches his ear, what catches his eye, how do you get involved? Yeah, so I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, born Uh, and raised, and um, I was born in 83, so right when I was, you know, being able to start pay attention and know what's going on in sports was the early 90s Penguins, Mm -hmm. and so everybody was out playing street hockey and roller hockey, and I think that's how the majority of people start getting into the game, um, through roller hockey, street hockey, things like that, but... um, it's actually a funny story because um, my best friend in the neighborhood where I grew up was a really, really good hockey player. His dad also owned a local hockey shop. Mm-hmm. And so when I became best friends with him, his name was Aaron Morrison. His dad owned a hockey store called The Penalty Box. And so I was 13, 14 years old, and I started working there. And so I was doing everything. I was sharpening skates at like 13, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, you know, you should – some old equipment you can come start playing pickup with me so i started playing ice hockey um just pick up and stuff like that i wasn't a real good skater yet and uh so about a, a year after that um he comes into the hockey shop and he was like hey are you gonna try out for bantams this year and mm-hmm. i was like uh <laughs> i don't think i'm ready i'm one of those people that if i'm not decent at it, i don't do it so. yeah, yeah yeah me too no i was saying same for sure 100 so um so i told him i wasn't gonna wasn't ready and he came in two days later, and he was like, well, I signed up and paid for your tryouts. You're going. <laughs> hey, he, well, he must have seen something that I caught guess. his eye. I mean, I don't think he was just trying to be uh, completely generous, but did, did that pan out for him, and did it pan out for you? Did it end up being uh, – and has he held that over you forever? Uh, yeah. Yes yeah. and yes. Um, I always told him the, uh, the student is catching up to the teacher. But, yeah, yeah. Um, no, he was a great hockey player. Um, I actually went to Bantam tryouts, and um, – Somehow made the top team. I don't know how I made the double A team, but I started off the season as like one of the worst players on the team yep. and just grew throughout the year. And by the end of the year, I was on the first line and 
um, just fell in love with, with ice hockey at that point. Yeah, so, but but so when you're kind of entering your first season, if you will, I mean, what type of because because I think you might be might be being a little bit modest, but what what would you say that your skill set was at that point? I mean, there had to have been a reason that you were able to kind of. Uh, improve so quickly. I mean, were you a, a good skater? A bit. I mean, because you're a big guy now. I don't know if you were big <laughs> then, but I'm like, well, if you could skate decent and you got some good size, I could definitely see why they take a yeah, look. But I, was, I mean, what do you think your what do you think your role was? Um, honestly, I, I've always been more of a, a passing forward. Yes. Um, I mean, my 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 mom sent me an article the other day from from my high school, and it was talking about how my, our top line made the All Star game. Yeah. Um, it said that I was like third in the state for points with like four goals and 29 assists or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. So, um, everybody that plays hockey with me now knows that I still play that same way and yeah. I'm always getting yelled at for not shooting. Well, I'm glad, I'm <laughs> glad it's, I'm glad it's not just me and I'm glad that we can connect here because the, the tricky part is, is that, and I think you'll know where I'm going with this, but I always make that extra pass. But the big thing for me is like, well, I wanted to see if it was going to work. If I don't make the extra pass, I don't know if that play could have gone from like seven cool to like 10 cool. Or exactly. you know what I mean? Because if I shoot the puck, I'll never know whether or not I could have made that one little extra dish or one little, because um, I almost feel like those are a little bit more uh, complicated plays to make, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I've always, I've always been kind of jealous of like just those straight goal scorers that like they just get the puck and they don't care about passing and they don't <laughs> feel bad about it. And, but that's why you have different players that play different roles. Um, but I've definitely always been a uh, pass first to uh, the detriment of uh, <laughs> myself probably. Yeah. But, but, the, but there's something to it where you're just like, you're constantly trying to be like, well, what plays can I make? Like, I just, I want to make a weird one. And if it's yep. there, like, I just want to try and make it. So, um, but no, I, I, I can, uh, can certainly relate to that. But uh, so you're kind of in your first year of, uh, you'd say travel hockey, competitive hockey. Mm -hmm. um, and you are, how old did you say you are now? Uh, 13, 14? Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. 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 Um, so you're 13, 14 years old. But uh, so at this point, um, you, you have you have proven this this guy uh, to be correct. And, and the <laughs> fact that he, he put the, the money uh, up front to try and get you on this team and you did. Uh, but what does it look like now? Kind of are you continuing to play uh, until kind of the end of midgets or or what does that look like? Yeah. So I played um, two years of Bantam and then I tried out for the high school hockey team. So then I actually did both at that point. Yeah. Um, I played travel and I played on the high school team. Yeah. Um, so I played high school, junior and senior year, um, and I started playing juniors at se at seventeen. Nice. So I played uh, junior C and then junior B for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, before joining the Marine Corps at that point. Nice. So. so so you said you but you said you were playing uh, high school and travel at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it, that's that's the way that it was. Uh, you know, uh, back home for me when I was growing up. But the cool part is, is you end up playing against your buddies. Oh yeah. You know, and it's like one of those things to where you know and they know <laughs> that there is no like uh, you know we're buddies. Like as soon as the game's over, like that's fine. But it was just it's always one of those things to where. You're super close when you're on the team, but you also know that your buddies are going out there to compete. And it's yep. one of those especially, it, it, but it, it almost, it made you kind of closer. I don't know the same way with you, but it made you kind of closer to the guys that were on both teams, yep. you know? So it was just always kind of uh, one of those situations. But uh, so you're getting into, but you're getting into juniors here. What is, what does that look like before you uh, enter into that? Yeah. So um, it was a startup team um, called the uh, Eastern Tigers. Um, it was an amateur organization that they actually created a junior C team yep. for. So at 17, I started playing with them um, kind of as like a backup um, player for them um, mm -hmm. in mind when I was 17. And um, great experience. We did a lot of tournaments and traveled around. And 
I actually have a letter on my wall in my office from uh, Joe Mullen. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, one of the greatest American hockey players of all time. Yeah. Yes. So Joey Mullen um, sent us a letter to congratulate us. He was like a Pittsburgh PR person at the mo- at the moment, and he sent us a letter congratulating us on our season. I think we were like twenty one seven and three or something like mm-hmm. that in our inaugural season. Um, and then uh, eventually, um, that team became the Junior Penguins. Yep. And so I played um, some with the Junior Penguins as well, um, and then. It's kind of like an aha moment for me. We played the uh, Penguins alumni. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so cool to play against these guys, Joey Mullen and uh, Phil Bork and some yeah. of those other guys. And and uh, I'll never forget, Joey Mullen came across the blue line and, like, snapped his wrist, like, so effortless, effort, effortlessly. Yeah. And went bar down on our goalie. He didn't even move and didn't see it. Like, these guys weren't even trying. Uh, They've been retired for years, <clears throat> and they're just, like, smoking us. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm playing pro yeah, hockey. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, so I, I had something kind of similar. We uh, When I was living up in Vermont, the uh, Boston Bruins alumni, they would come and they would play kind of against uh, different organizations to raise money. And uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun, but – same thing. I'm like super excited. And I'm like, all right, like I'm going to go out there, da, 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 this, that. And I mean, I knew that they were obviously going to be good, but it was, it was like their older alumni. I mean, I'm looking out there. I'm like, okay, this should be fine. We barely touched the puck. I mean, and this is like all the coaches like yeah. this is. And the funny part was there was uh, there was this dad and he's super, super nice. And you know, when people say things and they don't mean it in a way, but it's just the truth of what it is. Um, he comes up to me afterwards. He's like, man, like, they're really good, huh? And I'm like, yeah, like they're they're pretty good. He's like, yeah. He's like, I just I kind of thought that like you guys were supposed to be good, like. <laughs> but he didn't mean it in a down way. But he was almost no. just like, I don't understand because like I've been looking up to you and you just got ran by these. Like, but what what they kind of don't understand is like those guys and the way that they're able to work together. It's just it, everything is tape to tape. There oh, yeah. is no. And the thing is, they already know what they're going to do with it before they get it. They don't have to break a sweat because the puck does all the work. It's just. When you watch it, it's actually really, really pretty. Mm-hmm. And the, they score stupid goals where there's like, it's just a smart, the way that they all use, and they, they, they all use their space in the right way too. You know what I yep. mean? Like they never get too close to one another. They're never too far apart. They're always one pass away. The puck support, I think, is really what kind of sets apart those guys is because every time you think you got one of them, he dishes it to somebody that's wide open. It's like, I tried so hard to get the puck from you, and all you had to do is literally dish it like five feet in one direction. It's like, I'm just going to stop. Like, I'm just not even going to play defense anymore. Uh, but, yeah, those guys are, are just so good. But I think we all have that aha moment, Dale, so I don't want you to uh, feel bad. But, if anything, this should show you, like, what it took and how good those guys were. Oh, yeah. Because there wasn't as much hockey. And kind of uh, going back to there not being as much hockey, because you're talking about junior hockey – you know, we're older, Dale. We're older now. <laughs> but, like, we didn't – there wasn't, like – because everybody kind of asked me. Because I just, I just went to college, and I had my aha, my aha moment. I was like, no, like, I'm not going to go to juniors. Like, I don't think it's going to work out. I was a good player, but I just – the writing was on the wall. Like, I didn't think it was going to work out. But there wasn't – like, if you're playing juniors at that time, and especially, you know, in Pennsylvania, even if you're kind of that extra guy, like, it was hard to play junior hockey back then. It mm-hmm. was hard to play college hockey. There wasn't, there wasn't as many – places to play kind of after that whatever you call graduating year if you will and so it's like if you if you were playing that like you were a good hockey player 
Like there was no if ands or uh, what you know if ands or buts about it. But the other thing too was like junior hockey was crazy back then. <laughs> like I don't think people realize it's not like it is now, where you kind of got these guys and they're all flying around and you know there's still some physicality. But I, I can remember our junior program and a lot of the you know because I'm from Oklahoma and kind of those like southern junior leagues or whatever. <laughs> it's like this is crazy. Like this is yeah. I mean we're talking fights all the time. Oh, we're yeah. talking whistles are put in the pockets. I mean, but did you see any of that when you were playing? Because that's old school junior hockey, which is not like what you see now. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, a lot of guys were super motivated once they went to juniors because they could, you know, wear a half shield and fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, there was definitely, I can remember at least two or three guys that uh, never finished a game on our team. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the back of that framed photo or a framed uh, letter from Joey Mullen, I have the stat sheet from that season. Yeah. And um, I posted it in one of our alumni groups the other day and they were going back and forth arguing why who didn't have the most penalties and you know proud of proud of their penalty minutes and something to brag about from that so uh, yeah, yeah it definitely was a different type of hockey you definitely got to keep your head on a swivel out there yeah but then uh but then as you know and we'll, we'll kind of uh, transition here but then what's nice is you start playing men's league hockey and i'm not saying men's league hockey doesn't get rough but you're like oh you can't check me like you know what i mean like i'm used to people trying to kill me yeah. like all and now you know it's it's a little bit different not saying that there's that many penalties called now anyway but um so uh i kind of want to uh transfer now so um so you're kind of uh, you're you're done playing hockey at this point. Mm -hmm. Have we reached the end of that story? Yeah. Um, so, but then you enter, and I'm sorry, I, I forgot. Did you say you entered the army, the Marines? I forgot. Marine Corps. Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, where do you? What 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 is that? Uh, what is that decision like? Where do you end up? And can you kind of talk about uh, what your time uh, in the Marine Corps was like? Yeah, absolutely. No, um, I avoided the recruiters for for months until they finally yeah. <laughs> got me into the office, and um, I went in, and they're like, you know. He put some pictures up of different uniforms, and he was like, you know, if you saw these people walking down the street, which one would you want to be? And I'm like, oh, the Marine, of course. And so um, they suck you in, man. They get you. They will, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get to my story. Yeah. 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 yeah so, but um, no, I just decided, you know what? Um, I was I was smart enough to know at the time that I wasn't smart enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Um, yeah so and I knew. Yourself. Yeah, I knew that if I just went to college, I would have just screwed around and flunked out. And, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And so I was at least smart enough to know that I needed some discipline in my life. So yeah. Um, decided to do that. Um, it was a culture shock when you get there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but after the first couple of weeks of boot camp, um, I absolutely loved it. But um, funny story about how that happened was, um, my buddy Aaron Morrison who got me into playing hockey. Uh huh. Um, we were supposed to go play college hockey together, like D2. Yeah, still. And um, when I told him I joined the Marines, he wasn't too happy with oh, me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your boy. Yeah. yeah, that's your, yeah. So uh, we were hanging out the one day, and I was like, hey, I got to stop by the recruiter's office and uh, and talk to them real quick, sign a couple of pieces of paper. And he was like, all right, but I'm not going in. Like, I don't want to talk to them. And I was like, you don't have to come in. And uh, he ended up coming in. Yeah. And uh, he left, and uh, we went to boot camp together. Oh, no way. <laughs> That's cool, man. He's, He's like, man, up. why are we? Yeah. He signed up. He actually got delayed a couple weeks, and he was behind me um, a couple weeks in boot camp. But um, we ran into each other a couple times. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, crazy. But like, are, are you guys still friends? Uh, yes and no. Yeah. We kind of disconnected a little bit. Right. But, um, but yeah, he's uh, <laughs> as, as his life, as yeah. his life, as his life. But well, yeah, it was crazy. He was like, I'm not going in there. And then he went in and he ended up joining. Well, so <laughs> he, he got you into hockey and you got him in the Marines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, exactly. Seems, it seems like a, a solid trade there. Well, um, so I, I kind of want to pick back up on your story, but yeah. then do the introduction with Brian, because uh, I can tell he's like, 
I can tell in his head he's like, yeah, I can relate. I can't, and yeah. I, haven't, I haven't allowed him to speak, so I really uh, apologize for uh, making, go, making you go second. But uh, at any point, you guys can interrupt each other. It's totally cool. You see how I put that rule on uh, after Dale was on? So no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, trust me. I'm, I'm feeding off what he's saying because every part of my story is 100% the opposite of what you guys are talking about. Oh, right. so, That's good. Yeah, it'll make hey, for well, good it, it gives so. diversity. People would get bored if they listen to like, oh, it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they have to hear some, oh, this other guy's from up north. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, well, hey, but getting back to your story, I already told you the instructions, so you just have to rewind. And uh, if it was a long time ago, cool. If it's not, just when was it? Now it happened. So as far as getting into hockey, so uh, I guess me and Dale are about the same age. Uh, I was born in 83. Uh, Dad was in the Air Force, so we moved around a little bit and uh, – Grandpa was in the Air Force as well, and that's how we ended up in Fort Worth uh, over because of Carswell. And uh, so I grew up over on the west side of Fort Worth. And uh, about the time the Stars moved to town, like Pizza Hut was giving out all these crappy hockey sticks with little screw-on ends on them and everything. And, uh, you know, a friend of mine and I, there were a couple of things that kind of factored in. Like the Mighty Ducks had just come out, Mm -hmm. and the Stars moved to town. And, you know, so we're like, hey, why don't we... Give this a shot. And we really started off with, I'm seriously like brooms and a tennis ball in the driveway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the best part was my dad's house shares a driveway with the neighbor, and both of their garages are in the back. So I actually had like the best driveway in the neighborhood for playing hockey. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we started messing around a little bit. And then uh, for any anybody listening that's from the west side of Fort Worth, uh, probably know where Rollerland is, the skating rink over there, Rollerland West. And, uh, they started up a, a roller hockey league, you know, with a ball. Uh, you know, there was only one wall. The other side was just a step because it, uh-huh, yeah. it was a roller skating rink. So you had to keep it in. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. if you were really good, you could, uh, you know, pass off the wall to yourself off that little step. But that was about it. Yeah. Know? And, uh, you know, the penalty boxes were literally just chairs, like, right next to the edge of the rink. So, yeah. Um, so I got started into that. And it was weird, you know, pl- growing up playing sports. I wasn't always the most coordinated, you know, baseball uh, you know, I was usually the kid that took a fly ball off the forehead because it missed my glove or, you know. Yeah. I think I, the only uh, thing I did well was one year I led my team in hit by pitches. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just because I didn't know what I was doing and I just kept getting hit all the time. So, yeah. uh, you know, I kind of gave up on baseball and then I, but just goofing around playing hockey, it was the, the first sport that kind of came just natural for absolutely no reason at all. Nobody yep. in my family knows anything about the sport. Yeah. Or, my dad does a little now, and, you know, of course, living here in the Stars, yeah. going on their run, you know, they pay a little more attention. But when I started playing, my whole family was like, why are you doing this? You know, like, but, where's this coming from? But, but you're talking about, because I, I think I can relate to this, is like, but you're talking about just being able to, like, go outside and just kind of like, you know, because you got the spot for it. Like, I almost call it like spazzing out. Like, hey, because that's what I used to do as yeah. a kid. Like, I'd have all this energy. It's like, here's a stick and a ball. We have a net out there. Go spaz out. And I would run around and shoot for, like, two hours or whatever, come inside, you know. And there's not that many other sports. Granted, like, basketball, if you have a basketball hoop, you can kind of go out and do that. But when you're talking about baseball, it's like, well, you need somebody to play catch with or you need right. somebody to throw you the ball. I tried baseball. I'm with you. I was terrible. Mm-hmm. So I figured out, here's where I figured out when I knew I was bad. And uh, granted, my parents just wanted me to play another sport. So they were right. like, okay, he's playing hockey. He's always playing hockey. Like, we need to get him to do something else. And so I didn't want to. Like, I didn't want to play um, but anyway, they're like, well, baseball. And so like, I just, I couldn't ever hit the ball. And then I, I got it in my own head. So they're like, and I'm 11. So they're like, well, go play. It was center field or whatever. I did not field one ball because everybody's 10 and the ball doesn't go out to center right. field. So the most fun I had, I never hit the ball. The ball never came to me. So the only fun I had, and this is in all honesty, I played catch in the dugout. 
And that was fun. And it was usually with the better players, like younger brothers, like because right. I was like the worst player. And it, it, it was a, it was a, a moment for me uh, going back to kind of what Dale was saying. But I, I was almost just like, I'm a good hockey player. Like this isn't like I'm not supposed to be, you know. And it just my, I wasn't able to like work past that kind of kind of humbleness. But like just because you didn't like baseball, it's not a big deal. But you get to go spaz out for a little bit. You get to go outside, and I just feel like uh, that's kind of what kids want to do, you know, just naturally, is they want to be outside naturally, and they want to uh, exert energy, and they want to focus on something. They want to play with their friends, and that's why I feel like if, if, if I was to put into, like, a pie chart how people got started playing, like, I'd say probably 75% or if not more it has to do with playing outside just as a yep. neighborhood game, like mm-hmm. not in any sort of structured way whatsoever. And I think that gets lost on people that are like, oh, well, like, yeah, you start with like little rookies. That's where you start. And that's great if that's where you want to start. But like, just give your kid a stick and a ball and send them outside. And if they have fun with it, it's probably, they're probably going to like it on the ice too. You right. know what I mean? So yeah. I, think it's, I think it's a great way to start. But uh, anyway, continue with your story. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. But uh, so anyway, you're, baseball, not for you, not for me. No offense to baseball, but that's just not our game. Uh, but but you're, you're out uh, you know, playing roller hockey, whatever. Where do we go from here? So they started up the league at Rollerland, and I started off doing that. And there was a big, just because it was new, you know, we had high school kids playing with middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. You know, so the first team I was on, was just a real I don't remember hardly any of that I remember it was just a nine game season uh I think I scored maybe three goals yep um and then once that kind of dissolved they they kind of focused on more of a younger group so more of the middle school kids and then a few of the older guys um ended up being our coaches Mm -hmm. even though they didn't know what they were really doing either you know (laughs) hey you guys you're in charge of these guys my my first coach was every day a 16 yeah you know and just got his driver's license Um, yeah but, you know, that's where kind of the hockey family starts. Um, that friend in particular, Eric Johnson, he and I still play on teams together right now. We both play ice hockey now. Yeah. Um, you know, we've we've literally gone. The fun funny thing was we went all this time always playing together, and we just played against each other for the first time ever that wasn't just like a stick and puck or something Yeah. Uh, earlier this year. So we went like almost 20 years of playing together and never playing against each other. So. You win? Uh, no, they won. Oh. See, you were going to go with win. I was going to be like, well, did you get your elbows up? Did you, you know what I mean? Cause, cause yep. with your buddy, there's a little bit more of a, a room for like, you know, minor assault. Right. Right. Because well, you know, actually it was, too. More, <laughs> yeah. it was more on, uh, so his girlfriend plays on the, his team as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I've got a pretty good slap shot. I've always been the, like, not the best skater, but not quite on like happy Gilmore level. Right. Bad skater. But you got but, the heavy, you got the heavy one. That's yeah. normally what I do is like. Right. I'll take shots. And I, I had one where, you know, I wound up and I caught her in the good part of the shin guard. Yeah. You know, at least I didn't hit her in the ankle or anything. But, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of felt bad that she took that shot instead of Eric. But, well, uh, you know, it is what it is. So so we started playing over at Rollerland and Eric was my coach. And uh, Rob Robbins, another guy I've known since high school. Um, and uh, I can't remember if Rob's still playing right now or not. Um, if he is, he's over at Nitex. I haven't seen him in a while. But yeah. um, so they were our coaches. And over the next three seasons, we went one and 26 uh decent yeah yeah Yeah. um you gotta win (laughs) we did and it was like the last game of that last season too or maybe that was the game they let the coaches play with us i can't remember i was about to say like (laughs) that that win must have been pretty unless it was like the first game of the season i bet that win was pretty cool yeah yeah and it was it you know it was a lot of fun being on that team just uh you know another friend of mine and i were kind of the old the two older you know we were uh, seventh grade Mm -hmm. and you know everybody else was i mean we had guys in 
think fifth grade on that team, you know, which is that's a real weird yes. fifth to seventh grade age range. So oh, yeah, we had yeah, some yeah. really little guys, and, uh, you know, I think one of the seasons we finished up, I think we scored maybe 40 goals in those nine games, and my friend Chris and I scored like 36 of them or yeah. something. You know, it was... But but you always end up, and this is what I try and remind people, is that you always end up, if you play long enough, you end up on both sides of it. You'll Absolutely. Have, you'll have one in 26 seasons. You'll have 27 and no seasons. You'll have everything in between. So yep. there, there's so many times where it's like, look, like I know that this season was tough, but like it'll get better. Yep. You know what I mean? And then, like, because uh, it always does. Or you can just find another team, and then it'll get better. Or, you know, but there are ways to not just, uh, if you stick with, long, or stick with it. Because, like, I don't... I've always considered myself to be one of these players that I go out and I play hard in the game and I, I want to win the game. Like I'm that part has not been lost on me as I get older, but like afterwards, like after the game's over, if we didn't win, I don't really care. You know what I mean? Just because there's so many of those kind of, if you've gone through it over and over again, it's yep. like, eh. so I'm, I'm glad that we're older now and then we can just kind of <laughs> not saying that, not saying it's going to be that way when the uh, Dallas Warriors face off against right. the forward Patriots, because then that's yeah. just going to be, uh, total total carnage, but uh, we're going to get to that in just a little bit. But uh, let's fi- let's finish uh, finish with your hockey story here. So uh, you're playing roller hockey. Yep, coming up through middle school. Yep. Uh, so the, the 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 disadvantage at the time was, you know, the stars had just moved here. They hadn't built all the star centers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was no ice, I think, at all. I mean, there was ice at the Tandy Center downtown, but it wasn't a, a hockey rink. It was just a little skating rink. So, right. Um, you know, at one point we did end up with skating Texas over on the west side of Fort Worth. That that was more around the time I got to high school, but it just it was so expensive to play at that time that, um, you know, it just wasn't very feasible. Plus, we didn't have any high school teams. You know, it was it was just a real kind of a weird time for, you know, starting off in hockey at that age and, and not having the opportunity to really play on ice. Or, you know, God bless my buddies that were my coaches, mm-hmm. so to say. You know, those were first couple seasons, but. You know, never being coached. You yeah. Know, we never had any real drills, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and they went through the same thing. I think almost most of those guys have never been on a team where they've ever had a coach. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so then, kind of growing up through high school, I kind of roller land stopped having leagues. And, and so there were a few places I'd go play pickup every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what it, the name of the rink was, but it was over off Alta Mesa, kind of on the south side of Fort Worth. And, or, uh, yeah, Alta Mesa. So, um, but that was the first rink that had boards and played with a uh, roller puck. Oh, so, so you you were yeah you yeah. Were, so yeah. that that was a little more fun. Uh, yeah. I didn't go over there very often. And then of course you know you get a car and you're in high school and you know so oh, I, yeah 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 go go play pickup every once in a while here or there different places uh, you know tennis courts and whatever. But that was kind of all I did through high school. And then of course uh, as Dale. Uh, you know, <laughs> you got sucked into <laughs> pointed out. Uh, so anybody again, familiar with the West side of Fort Worth over there by Carswell, mm-hmm. uh, it, the, the buildings have all changed. They've got a big new recruiting center, but what there, there used to be, uh, it was all four of them, the army, the air force, the Navy Marines were all in a row yeah. right around the corner was a subway sandwich shop where I happened to work. <laughs> and so it was nonstop every day. Yeah. As soon as my manager would leave, they'd be in there. Hey man, what are you going to, what are you going to do? Yeah. After this? You know? Yeah. Leave me alone, guys. Leave me alone. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sandwiches. And then I don't remember what it was. I think my girlfriend and I had broke up or something, and, and the Army guy caught me. <laughs> yeah. Perfect know, timing. That's their job, man. They, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. they get you right where they need to. And, he sees uh, you kind of walking in with your head down into yep. work. Oh, I got him today. Yep, yep. His girl so broke was, up. He was with right him. there. And uh, so, you know, he talked to me about it. And I had, I had just turned 17 like 
a week before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I can't even do this yet. I still got to finish school. You know, I was still a junior. Yeah. And he said, no, we have this split option deal for the, the reserves. If you join the reserves where you go to basic training this summer between your junior and senior year, come back, finish your senior year, and then you go to your, your uh, MOS school yeah. afterwards. And I was like... You summer, know, summer vacation. Yeah, I got <laughs> yeah, six, yeah. I got six days of summer vacation that year, and I and I'm pretty sure I was actually the probably the youngest person on active duty that for that summer because guaranteed I'd, I had literally just turned 17 and was at basic training within six weeks. Wow. So uh, yeah, I got there uh, last week in May, first week of June. I can't remember what it was, and went to Fort Knox, Kentucky, and so, had to go up there and have fun with the humidity. And they got up there. It was so but you, it was a great experience, you know. But you literally hit the ground running. Yeah, Thanks. and it, I mean, it, it all happened really fast, and and I I'd, I'd do it all over again if you know I had the choice, but uh, you know, got home, finished up senior year. Uh, I think that year I played in my first actual tournament, if you want to call it a tournament. Uh, that was when they were doing the NHL breakout tournament. If you guys was this I, uh, ice or roller? This is roller. This is, roller. But this is the one where they travel around with the big inflatable rinks. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so cool. they had it over at the ballpark in Arlington, huh. uh, in the parking lot in yeah. August or something. I don't remember. It was real hot. But uh, that was that was a fun, you know. It, it was weird playing in an inflatable rink. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. There's so many things you can't, you know. It's bad enough playing at Rollerland with just the step, but when you're trying to bounce balls off an inflatable. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not going to work. But uh, when at what point? And I hope I'm not missing anything uh, in between. But at what point do you start doing ice? So uh, obviously, you know, all the 9/11 stuff happened, and you know, deployments. I'm sure you had your fair share of those too, Dale. Um, I went overseas a couple of times, you know, 2003, and then again in 2004 and five, and then, you know, I got home, and of course I did what everybody does, and I got married, and yeah. had a kid, and, and all that stuff, so hockey kind of fell fell all by the wayside there for a while, and, mm-hmm. and I tore an ACL kind of mixed in there too, so, mm-hmm. uh, and I used to play goalie as well, I, uh, I'd play forward or I'd play goalie, I was playing at LZ Odom, mm-hmm. uh, rec center over in Arlington, uh, with a lot of the same group of guys, you know, I mentioned earlier, and... Uh, so I took quite a while off after that happened and then uh, kind of got the itch to get back into it, started playing a little bit more. And um, around 2000 and I guess it was 10, I was I was traveling for work quite a bit. I was working as a contractor for the Army at that point, and I was working up in uh, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And the hotel I was at was right next door to uh, – well, not next door, but it was close to an ice rink. And I was going to be there for two months. And I was like, you know, I should just go buy skates because I've never really gotten a chance to – do this. The, the one caveat to that is I did one time borrow some skates. Uh, I lived up in Massachusetts for six or seven months at one point. And the house I lived in, I moved up there for work. So I was, I had a job, you know, I was 22 years old, moved up there on my own. And I found this really good deal as a three bedroom Victorian style house. And every room had their own bathroom and it was super cheap, uh, but it had just been completely gutted and remodeled. So it was a real nice house. It was right off the UMass Lowell campus. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we had three guys that lived in the apartment behind us uh, that all went to the college. So they And they all had a band, and they would throw these big rager parties and stuff. Was, I was about to say, I see where this is going. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> like, but the guy huge that, house, I'm 22. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the guy that owned the house also owned the, uh, the junior team there in Lowell. So the other eight guys that lived in my house were all junior A hockey players. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, a couple of them only spoke French. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're... And they're a wild crowd. I'm yeah. telling you, it was it was eye opening just seeing those guys. You know, they went to practice every day, and then right. they just come home and just do the dumbest oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, because because you know. it's, it's it's all they know is just yeah. You know, go skate, and then just okay. How do we be humans now? I don't know. We're just and the thing is, they're just like 
gigantic babies almost. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just there. Oh, yeah. I came home from work one day, and I was driving down, and it was in the middle of, it ended up being like a blizzard. First time I experienced one of those being from Texas, you know, and I'm driving back in my truck, and I'm almost home, and I look over, and there's one of my roommates in a leopard print Speedo bikini something bottom. Yeah, yeah. Sounds just about right. running down the street barefoot in, yeah. you know, two feet of snow, and he waved at me and dove into a snowbank, and... <laughs> You know, he came back 20 minutes later because he got a good run in or something. Well, they but. just The boys have to keep the excitement up all the time. And yeah. if you're playing a fierce game like hockey with all the boys and all of a sudden you're home and you're sitting on the couch, you're like, how do we get into exciting things? You know what I mean? Yeah. How do we get into trouble without getting into two? You know what I yeah. mean? But it's just, uh, it's always a situation where if you get, and I'm, I'm trying to be smart here by saying this. Not all hockey players are dumb, we promise. But we all go through stages of just kind of going... Uh, through stages of being dumb, yeah, you know, but sure. we end up on the other side of it. We're actually smart. We're not. Uh, we're not all. Uh, we're not all dummies. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, so but uh, did, so but did we start playing ice yet? So that was the first time I went and actually played on ice with those guys. Just went to a like a drop in stick and yeah. puck thing in the morning at the at the rink where the little lock monsters played at, which at the time was uh, New Jersey's farm team, mm-hmm. I think. So. So that was kind of fun. So literally my first experience getting to skate on ice was actually in a big arena, yeah. fairly big arena. So that was a lot of fun. So, so now that was 2005, six. jumped up to 2010. I finally got some skates and some gear and just started going and doing, they, they had a, like an ex-pro guy that was doing like adult, yeah. you know, fundamental type stuff and, and kind of started skating then. And then, uh, you know, when I got back home from that assignment, uh, started playing out at Nitex with some friends over there, and and they got me on a good group uh, with Average Joe's, uh, if you know any of those guys. Yep. Um, and uh, played a few seasons with them, but most of my friends played on uh, MIB. Yeah. Which you know, at one time there was almost an MIB team at every rink in yeah. DFW. So I'm, I'm I'm coming to realize that there are certain teams that are on more or in more than one rink. You oh know yeah. What I mean, because uh-huh. for the longest time, because I, I just I only played uh, men's league in uh, Mansfield for the longest time. But last season, I started playing at Farmers, and then you realize that there's like more teams that are on more than right more than more, which I think is a, a that's a good showing for hockey in the Dallas Fort Worth area if you can have like. For, for I mean, the, it's not going to be the same group of guys, but if you can kind of, I'm assuming, have the same core group over a bunch of different rings, mm-hmm. like that's cool because then that one team is actually like maybe 50 guys or 60 right. or whatever it is. Yeah, and know? at one time they might be. I mean, I think we had a B team, a C team. Or let's see. I think they had a C upper and a C lower and, and a D level team. So we had four or five teams kind of rolling all at the same but time. But then you also have guys moving up and down yep. those, and, and that's it gave cool. me that opportunity. Yeah. So you know, I started. In like the D League because I'd never played on yeah. ice and and kind of quickly kind of outgrew that a little bit mm-hmm. and and so I started playing on the C team and I even played one season on the B team yeah uh, that was right before my back started giving me some problems and, yeah. and and anyway so I had to take some time off at that point but yeah well and and I and I, I did want to uh, touch on this before we move on but um, it's kind of uh, your story is uh, um, uh, very specific in a way to where did you feel like you transitioned easy into ice hockey. Um, I'm only asking because I had a bunch of really, really good uh, buddies when I was younger. So, like, I always played roller and I always played ice, but I had, like, ice buddies, which were my closer buddies, but then I also had roller buddies. And uh, my dad uh, ran his own roller rink for a long time, and he was the coach of a lot of our teams. But what he did is he took a lot of kids that had been playing roller hockey for a long time that never touched the ice. he get them to start playing ice, and they were, I mean, it didn't take them long at all. To transition over because it's really just at that point the skating i know the weight of the puck's a little bit different but at that point it's just really some edge work stuff but if mm-hmm. you played the game yeah so like how did how did you feel like that transition was for you was it easy so north and south on the ice 
was yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it the, was the, uh, you know, uh, you guys might know Greg Davis, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from Average Joe's over at Nitex, but, you know, he kind of had the running joke that I pretty much wasn't allowed to score a goal if I didn't wipe out in the corner, <laughs> yeah. you know, because it would either yeah. be a breakaway or yeah. something would happen. But you could get going. I'd shoot and I'd score, and then I'd have to be like, oh, man, I need to stop. And, yeah. you know, I'd, my feet would fly out from under me or something. Or, like that kid from um, the Mighty Ducks, what was his name? Oh, uh, yeah. Mendoza. It was, it was exactly. He just couldn't stop. Yeah. I think, yeah and I, I still have that problem, actually, today quite a bit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it just kind of depends how it's going. But, you know, I loved the transition. Uh, the one thing that you really have to get used to, probably going either direction, is like in roller hockey, when you fall, you kind of flop a little bit and you stop. Yeah, yeah. Because there's friction. You, you kind of, yeah, you slide yeah. out a little bit. You just kind of stop. Yeah. Where, you know, the first time I fell going full speed coming <clears> over the blue line, I slid all the way into the goal. Oh, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. it's yeah. a, I'm a big dude anyway. Yeah. And uh, so it's just, you know, at that point it's physics and it just, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, and, and at the end of the day, like uh, ice skates have two different edges. You know what I mean? Most people that play hockey know that. But for people that don't, there's a lot of people that don't play hockey that don't realize that it's not, it doesn't come down to one point. There's right. actually two edges. You have an inside edge and an outside edge. But when you're in roller hockey, you don't have any edges. Right. Like that is, and it's a, it's a broader point. It's a wider point. Uh, so you're controlling it that way, but th- there's no edge work. You know what right. I mean? Because the thing is in ice hockey, like you're kind of talking about, if you catch an edge, that's a big issue because depending on how much pressure you're putting on an inside or outside edge, you could just stop dead in your tracks. Whereas you're not going to do that. Right. Uh, with, with you're just going to slide a little further. But I also think that in, this is even coaching, you know, skating and hockey, Teaching people how to stop is one of the harder things. You know, it's it's the stride is pretty easy right off the bat, but when people start trying to learn how to stop, so it's funny you played hockey for a long time, but now you're like, oh, now I have to learn how to do what's one of the, which is one of the hardest things to do when you're learning yeah. to skate is to stop. Well, especially as an adult. So, and, and I'll kind of jump forward. So basically, I've just been playing, you know, adult leagues. Yeah. Various, you know, Nitex, Farmers. I'm playing in the D League at Mansfield right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of all over. And then, of course, I played quite a bit at the Parks Mall, too. Yeah. Who are you playing on in, uh, for the D? Uh, I'm on the Braves. Braves. I don't know if I know I mean, We're a new team this year. So it's actually, uh, that's another friend of mine that he never played hockey. He yeah. just did adult rookies uh, and then did I-League over at Nitex. And then him and all the guys he did I-League with were like, hey, we want to start a team, but uh, we don't we don't want to do E-League. And we're going to just start a D-League team. And I was like, that is not a good idea. <laughs> well, because, yeah. uh, like, you don't want to do that. And, of course, yeah. I was playing in the D-League at Farmers, which is a pretty Yeah, yeah, no, Farmers. I, I, I always say Farmers has the best of whatever, for the most part, whatever that division is. Their yeah. A is better than any A, their B for the most part. Yeah, and, like and that, so that D-League over there was easily a, right. you know, like a C-lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Farmers has the best division. Yeah, definitely. so... You know, I'm like, man, you guys don't want to do that. You're yeah. going to get hosed. You know, you yeah. don't, I don't think you know what you're getting into. And uh, they kept asking me to play with them. And I was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> do I want to show up for that? Do I want, you know? <laughs> and so I made him a deal. And I said, hey, uh, one thing I've always wanted to get better at is playing defense. Because I've mm-hmm. got a pretty good slap shot. But right. I've always played forward. Uh, you know, and I said, fine, I'll play with you guys when I'm playing D. Because right. I want to start working on that and getting better. And, and through the warrior practices and stuff, being able to have a little more time and space to apply the right. different things we work on. So... Um, so everything was great. You know, I mean, we lost our first game, but it was a good, good room. You know, a lot of good guys I was meeting for the first time. And then the next week I shattered my wrist and, uh, and so I missed the whole season, except for, I made it back for our last three games and we won all three of them. So that was, well, well, that's awesome. Cause that's Uh, not, yeah, that's not anything that's super easy. When you say shatter, I'm assuming. Yeah. So I got, I got, Oh, okay. uh, Yeah. There's a, yeah. I got a plate, nine screws and all that good stuff put in it. But man, I was back playing way faster than anybody 
thought I was the doctor said, hey, you're fine. You can start skating again. Now, my fiance wasn't very excited about that. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're getting married in about a week. And she was like, maybe you shouldn't start playing again until after the wedding. And, uh, <laughs> you know, this is after I, I put a full cage on. Yeah. Finally. Well, actually, the full, don't say that. Uh, don't say that on this. Yeah. What's that? Kara's going to listen to this. Oh, yeah. You're going to be in trouble. Man. You're not. Well, you're already I, married, though. I got two high sticks. Yeah. Back to back weeks. And I didn't hear. Well, I almost took a puck in the face at Farmers at one of our games, and I said, you know what? With the wedding coming up, I really don't need all my teeth knocked out. <laughs> right, so yeah, yeah. I went ahead and put the fishbowl on, and a and, uh, month later, this happened. So, well, you know, it's, see, it is it's, what it is. Something was going to happen regardless. It's just so. this weird – well, that's not a karmic, or a karmic thing. That's just a ironic thing. Yeah, to, but it's to, funny talking – you were talking about edges, and it was one of those I was – Going to catch a pass and transitioning over to you know skate backwards. At the, uh, I was playing at the mall yeah. and caught an edge and I fell back and just I because I was rotating I fell uh-huh. I fell on my arm so it was you know everyone's like oh man did you, did you like wreck somebody in the boards or something I'm like no there was nobody within twenty feet of me I was well, all by myself. But the other thing too it's it's not just the weight of your body going down it's the weight and the momentum of mm-hmm. what you were doing at the yeah. time so it's like it's compounded it's it's different than like I don't know if people understand this but the faster you go the more force there is and. I'm bad at science, but the, you know that part right. makes sense to me. But when you when you get like hockey injuries, you know, because like football injuries, a lot of times, like I don't, I understand those guys run fast, but I feel like a lot of that's like leg stuff and getting like kind of caught up or whatever. It's like when you're skating as fast as you know all of us can skate, and something bad happens, like you're going really fast. You have right. a lot of force, whether or not that's into a board or like on the ice surface or whatever, yeah. you have a good chance of getting hurt, even if it's something like minimal, yeah. just because of like, like something like that. Yeah. So it's different than just like being at your house and being like, Oh, like I fell over. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, so coming back from this, I thought I was going to be out for quite a while and I decided I was going to get new skates. Cause I've never really bought a good pair of skates. I've always gotten, it's a like good investment. Ones. Yeah. And good so investment. I was like, I'm going to have time to go to practice and just skate and get used to the edges on these. And then all of a sudden they were like, you can play again. Mm-hmm. So I'd got really one skate in before I started playing on them. So I've, I've been working through that a little bit. And, uh, but yeah, so last week at, at Mansfield, I got going full speed, scored a goal and it was time to stop. And I, and just literally my feet fell out from underneath me. And I had, everybody said, I look like the Wiley coyote, you know, when he hits the rock. I mean, I hit the, the boards on my knees going full speed right behind the, yeah right behind the goal. And so that was a little embarrassing, but well, uh, no, it's okay. We just, we'll, we'll get you, we'll get you tuned to the best of us. Yeah. yeah I was about to say, you, I'm used to it, you know? It's, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Those, well, no, we, things, we, we got, we'll, we'll figure out a way. We're going to figure out a way. We're going to get you stopping. Yeah. Just like mighty ducks. Yeah. It's just like it the really guy. Was, yeah. It's just like the guy. Coach is listening. I'm going to need her to set some cans up. For hey, there, hey, there, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, Hey, so now I want to bring us into uh, another segment, but this one will be like a joint segment, if you will. Yeah. Um, but I kind of want to talk. Um, well, I say joint. I want I want a little bit of overlap, but I do kind of want to start with um, like how you guys got involved in your respective organizations. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like uh, uh, Dale, if we can start with how you got started. Um, but th- it's a it's a free open. Uh, <laughs> we're we're all open here. I don't want any. Uh, yeah, nobody's being silenced here. We're just we're trying to get to everybody's story. Um, but anyway, so Dale, like. How did you uh, come across these guys? Um, you know, and if you want to get into what they mean to you, that's always good too, you know? Because we're that's what we're here for. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think uh, we moved here in 2015 from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a promotion down here and we moved. And um, I didn't have my gear with me originally. I left it back in Pittsburgh. And so eventually I was like, you know, I, I'm the boss at works and I can't really be friends with anybody that I work with. Yeah. And she worked at uh, curves at the time. So it was like all older people. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. I'm like, we need to meet friends. Like we've been <laughs> down here for over a year and we don't have any friends. Yep. And, um, 
So I was like, maybe I'll start playing hockey again, you know. So I actually inquired at the Parks Mall because it was right across the street from where we lived at the time, and they never called me back. I inquired like three times, <laughs> never called me back. So. I'm trying to spend money. I'm trying to yeah, skate. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but then uh, one day I was like, maybe there's like a Facebook page for, for DFW hockey. And I mm-hmm. Googled it and I found it and I posted, hey, anybody looking for any players? You know, I haven't played for like 15 years, but I used to play at a high level. And um, Levi Gonzalez, who used to be our goalie, who is retired now um, for the Fort Worth Patriots, he uh, tagged me. He's like, hey, you military veteran. And I was like, yeah. He's like, we have an all veterans team. I was like, well, this just keeps getting better now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not only do I get to play hockey again, but I get to connect with, yeah. you know, veterans and have that camaraderie that we, we kind of miss from the military. And yeah. um, so I went out and skated with them for a practice and um, skating around. I, I got my gear down here and um, just fell in love with it all over again. Yeah. And I literally hadn't played for like probably 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you play, when you're really, you know, young, it's just like riding a bike, you just get back out there. Oh and yeah. yeah. Back it, on it. It, it, it comes back really quick. And I try and tell people, cause there's a lot of my good buddies that were just really, really good hockey players when they were young, but people get busy, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then they stop playing and, uh, I, I try and get them back out there, especially if I know they're in a place where like they need something like that. And so, I, you know, I, I really try and, uh, you know, just try and convince them to get out there. But a lot of the times they go out just like one time and they're like, man, it was really frustrating. I'm like, no, <laughs> like you can't just go out one time. Yeah. Like in order, because uh, if you've played hockey, you know, before and it, uh, especially at a, a competitive level, it just takes a, w- a little while. But once you get it, you know what I mean? Did mm-hmm. you did you find that to be the case? Like, oh, like it took you a few weeks. It was a little frustrating because it's frustrating because you know what you're supposed to do, yeah, yeah, yeah. but your body can't do it yet. But just the fact that your body knows what it's supposed to do and it's like it's just misfiring because it hasn't it hasn't taken those pathways, if that makes sense. Yeah, no. And then 100%. once it starts to make those pathways, it knows. And so because at this point, it's like, well, you can make a pass anytime you want. And <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But yeah. did, did you find that you were able to come back to it quick? Or? Yeah, no, I played um, two, maybe three drop-ins mm-hmm. before I went to my first skate with them. And um, it was funny. I was actually out there and I'm skating around and the one guy comes up to me and he's like, it's like, you're really good. And I was like, well, I, I used to be. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just getting back in tell you now. played, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was like. I was like, this is really like the third time I skated in like 15 years. And he was like, you make me feel terrible. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, He's no, like, like, I skate three times a week and you're already better than me. Yeah, but, but you're like, no, but I played a lot. I, <laughs> yeah. like, if, you were to, if you were to take like the hours, because it is just kind of like uh, ingrained in you a little bit. Oh, you, yeah. You don't, Playing you don't, two teams yeah, and yeah. Oh, on the ice six, seven days a week. Yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah, I played a lot of hockey, you know. Um, but that just shows kind of the, the diversity of, of the veteran hockey program here. Yeah. We have people that just are skating for the first time. We have people like myself that played at a high level at a young age that, you know, try to groom those people and get them, you know, up to speed. And it's just really rewarding to see people as they move up and like team level and skill level and and organizations. But, um, yeah, so I started playing with the Fort Worth Patriots um, after a couple seasons. um, I I was asked to be on the board. So I'm the events director now for them. And um, just a really good group of guys. It's it's really as a family. I mean, we have – quarterly award ceremonies we yeah, do yeah. actually like trophies and stuff like that yeah. for for points and stuff like that and um you know we work hand in hand with these guys with the dallas warriors and you know i, I will say that you know you're gonna have your certain clicks of certain friends and and, and just like anything yeah else. and pockets but you know when the when the rubber meets the road and somebody needs something i mean everybody's first to, to jump up and try to help someone i had a a uh, marine vietnam veteran um I don't know if you have, like, the Neighbors app on your phone. But, no. Um, so you can, like, sign up, and, and it's, like, social media for your neighborhood. And um, 
this lady posted on there, you know, my, my husband um, is really struggling right now. He's a 100% disabled veteran, and um, I just had knee surgery, and I can't take care of him. And all of our neighbors are bringing us food, and we don't have anywhere to keep it anymore, and it's just overflowing. So I literally posted on, on Facebook, hey, anybody out there have a deep freezer for 100% disabled Marine veteran, um, you know, we can all pitch in. I had people willing to give me money. Mm-hmm. Um, within not even 30 minutes, somebody said, hey, I have one in my garage. I don't use it. I'll drop it off for him tonight. Right. And so it's just stuff like that where everybody just yeah, jumps up when, when somebody needs something and, and really gets involved. But um, I will say for, for me personally, just getting involved in the hockey community again and um, and then on top of that, have it be with veterans. Yeah. Um, it's just really, really cool. We've, we have some great friends here now. we got a great social circle. My boss the other day was like, Hey, what are you doing for Fourth of July? And I was like, Hey, oh, we're going up to our friend's lake house. And she was like, You really like made a really good community of friends down there. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, Yeah, like we we absolutely love it here. We were yeah. home in Pittsburgh recently, and um, we kind of looked at each other and we're like, Oh, we can't wait to go back home. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like Texas yeah. is our home now. You yeah. Know? So um, it's really the Fort Worth Patriots and and people like the Warriors and Lone Star Warriors that have kind of created that community for us. So yeah, well, and it, it's crazy because I didn't really know. I mean, I knew that there were veterans. Uh, uh, hockey organizations down here, like I knew about it, but it wasn't until I had, and I knew this was going to happen at some point. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen at some point, but I, I guess I'm going to say that why I am in this position right now, I hate to say it, is Russ Lusk. So I had Russ on just because somebody was like, "Hey, he's a really cool, funny guy. You should have <laughs> him on." I didn't know. I mean, I knew that he it had something to do United here, but I don't do a whole lot of background checks i should have yeah 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 <laughs> after yeah. russ Especially definitely, definitely a guy you I, after checked, russ so. i definitely will start doing him but it's one of those to where i just at first i'm like oh he's just a fun cool guy but then when he started getting into that i'm like oh like there's a lot of like there and it, it was just even more after that episode and, and, and just more and more it was like man this is like a really cool thing and then he you know sets up the deal where i come and record at the at the um the uh sorry, the uh, Warriors and Patriots game. Yep. And, you know, he, he was kind of in charge of that. And then he kind of uh, set this whole thing up in a weird way. Like, I was going to do something for the game anyway, yep. but, like, he kind of he spearheaded that. And it's just, it's, I feel like that's what it is in a weird way, is just people helping people. Like, Russ knows that I'm about helping, you know, all of the organizations down here in general, just any uh, hockey organization that's trying to do the right thing the right way. But as far as the veterans groups, like he knows I'm on board every time he says like, Hey, just wondering if you're interested in this. I'm like, yep, yep, (laughs) yep. Because the thing is, it's like, he's, he's helping me because he knows that I care about this. And it's just like, that's how this whole thing gets better. You know, it's just, but anyway, so, uh, but we don't have to say any more positive things about Russ, do we? Well, speaking of Russ, not to get a sidetrack, no, but go ahead. did everybody see that video? I did. The when trophy? he posted, I did. I, I did. was. On I gave that, him a hard I time was on too. That call, and I mean, I oh, was, you were, yeah. you were, you yeah. were. Man, I was dying. Oh man, oh. I wish they had posted it with all of our oh. faces yeah. when it happened because we could all see him. Oh, the one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the funny part, I think the funniest part of that, and I, I feel like we're throwing him under the bus now, but hopefully he can find humor in it now. Absolutely. Uh, but the funny part to me was you can see it start to tip. So and slow. And then it cuts. 
but then it like cuts so you don't actually yeah. see it but you know what everybody else is seeing <laughs> and yeah. then you're just like but uh i reached out and he of course he's funny so he's like yeah it's a little al dente but uh we're, we're all good here but uh i looked because i wouldn't see it first i'm like oh he has it on like a bar stool. it was a bar stool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? i thought it fell like, off a table somehow yeah. I was like, why did you have that on a bar stool <laughs> that is round and the yeah. top of it's around but uh anyway uh but anyway uh well we said something nice about russ and then we threw him under the bus so i feel like we came out even here am i well, right and i'll say i'll say this too about russ and, and this goes back to kind of what we were kind of going back and forth on about getting into the veteran community with the hockey thing is uh yeah uh and i can't remember did you play on the brew crew yeah okay so i used to not like you too but, <laughs> uh, hey it's easy yeah no. yeah no i mean back in the day you know the mib and the brew crew guys you know it was just that was always a good game oh, that was every a, time okay. we you know did play or whatever and and uh, I never put two and two together with a lot of these guys until I got into the Warrior program. Uh, and, you know, I, I knew of the Warrior program, and I wasn't involved. I wasn't playing right. on that team. I, I really didn't know anything about the Patriots either. Um, and then, you know, so I don't know what it was, but something kind of clicked, and I was like, man, I want to start getting back into doing something more related with veterans. And, right. and oh, obviously, <clears throat> hockey is a good connection there. So, you know, I, I went ahead and signed up to join the Warriors. And, you know, really quickly, I'm starting to see all these familiar faces like uh, – I used to not like that guy. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I hated yeah. playing against him, and, yeah. and uh, man, I really didn't like playing against that guy either. You know, and yeah. and you know, but then you get to know the guys off the ice a little bit more, and, and yeah. everybody's great. You know, yeah. uh, Russ is one of the. You know, we were joking around that there's all the little different cliques. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Russ is in every single one of those <laughs> yeah. cliques. Well, he's, it's probably because he just shows up to all of them, no matter what. <laughs> no, but he's he's uh, he's great. Yeah, he's he's Russ is a great guy. I really. Appreciate everything he does to help, even though he hasn't even been on the board with the Warriors now for over a year. He's yeah. still very willing to help and willing to get involved. And, uh, yeah. you know, he just somehow finds his way into our group chats. <laughs> well, I know that is, a, and, that is uh, Well, yeah. And the, the, the funny part is, is that we're, we're trying to get all this. I'm trying to set a stage here. We're trying to get all this figured out. We're trying to come up with dates, times. Russ is just blowing up our group chat with like random, I don't even, not emojis or whatever. <laughs> He's not even helping us at this point. He's just slowing us down and trying to be funny. Uh, so it's like, I feel like he, he helped us, but then he's like, okay, I've done my work. Now I'm just going to sit back and troll everyone, <laughs> yep, uh, yep. which is, which I, I, to be honest with you, I respect. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I, I've always considered Russ to be a like one of my favorite guests I've had on, but be like one of my favorite people just as far as I like people that you can joke around with a lot, but then have serious conversations with yep. as well. Yeah. And I've always considered Russ to be that way. Absolutely. Um, and I like kind of uh, people that can uh, exist on both ends of that spectrum. Cause I feel like you need to, in order to be healthy, you know? Yeah. Um, and if you only live in one of them, it doesn't really work. But yeah. um, anyway, uh, but yeah, Russ, uh, I appreciate you, buddy. And he's he's like a, every, most of the guests. I, I will say they leave as friends of the show. But just when he left, I'm like, man, we got to get this guy like doing some more stuff with us. We oh, got to yeah. get. Yeah. He's, he's just made too, for that. He's just that's, yeah. He's just too him. entertaining. Yeah. And uh, it's funny. He was like, yeah, I was thinking about doing podcasts. I'm like, no, I shouldn't do that. Shouldn't no, because <laughs> <laughs> like, he's funny. You know what I yeah. mean? I don't want any competition. No, come, come be a guest on my show. Right. Yeah. I, well, that's yeah, what yeah. I was saying. I was like, no, I already have everything set up. Just like be a part of this. But uh, no, he uh, Russ is a great guy. Um, well, hey, we're getting close to the hour mark here, so we are going to go over an hour, which is always a, a good thing. It means that there is hopefully good conversation. I know we hopefully think that it was, and I think everybody else is going to say the same, but this is where we do the shout-out. So I don't know if you guys have listened to the episodes, uh, but I always say the rules, uh, no matter what. The shout-out has to be in Dale. We're going to start with you. <laughs> but the, the shout-out, it has to be positive. 
people usually start with their friends and or family. That can get tricky if you miss anybody. So it's kind <laughs> of like a tricky situation. Like you don't want to say, uh, but some people just skip the whole family in order to, to make that a safe situation. Um, but either way, if you can give us a, like a thought or a mantra or a, I always include a sound, um, if you can say or shout anything out into the universe that you think will uh, benefit people or that you think is good and worthy, uh, please do so now. <laughs> um, I don't want to leave anybody out and get in trouble. Well, but, see, that's uh, the tricky part. Yeah, yeah. very that's, tricky. And it's like I don't want to take that whole family thing out. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because I'm, I'm here to remind people that they have one because sometimes the guys get together yeah. and they kind of forget. Um, but anyway, so it's just I give as many tips as I can. But nobody knows how to navigate this perfectly. <laughs> you have, just have to do your best. Now, I'll just say um, shout out to um, Jordan Craighead, Trevor Black for starting the Fort Worth Patriots. Mm -hmm. um, I was blessed to find them as an organization, and uh, the rest of the board members, uh, Michelle Craighead and uh, my fiance Kara. Um, I think that uh, I don't know if I would be in DFW at this point if it, if I didn't find this community. Yeah, um, and that includes the Dallas Warriors, Lone Star Warriors, and all those guys. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like um, the veteran hockey community here is always stepping up. Mm -hmm. um, and hockey players in general are just like that, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, just uh -huh. really good guys. Um, so, yeah, definitely shout out to them, to the Dallas Warriors, for always partnering with us for these events and, and making sure that uh, we're giving back to the veteran community. Um, and then really just, um, you know, thanks for having us on. Appreciate oh, yeah, it. yeah, no, it's and, been awesome. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been great chatting with you guys. Yeah, for sure. All right, Ryan, you got yours? Yeah, uh, so I'll kind of follow the same path that uh, Dale did, just to keep my keep everybody safe. Uh, uh, you know, I got to give a shout out to uh, Keith Wellman. He's our president mm -hmm. at the uh, Dallas Warriors. Um, you know, I kind of joined the team at a time we were going through a transition when the when the Lone Star guys were kind of becoming their own organization, and yeah. and we were kind of rebuilding what the Dallas Warriors is going to be. So I came on as a, a veterans outreach, and then quickly that changed to doing events, and then I got asked to do some other stuff, and now all of a sudden. You know, we've kind of got our board all back together, and, and we've got things kind of running. So, uh, you know, we've got some great guys on our board. Uh, Chris Gallagher, who a lot of people probably know from around DFW. Um, I don't want to leave all any of the board members out, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. you know, as far as our executive board goes, Keith, Chris, myself, uh, uh, we've got some new guys coming on that we're real excited about. Uh, we've had a lot of vacancies for the last year, so we've got uh, Frank Demas coming on to do our fundraising, and we have... Uh, Joseph Marco is coming on to be our equipment manager, and then uh, Jimmy Mitchell is going to be taking over event planning. So they're kind of getting pulled into this game, kind of on the tail end of us doing a lot of the you know yeah. legwork, but yeah. you know kind of get their feet wet, and, and then we'll tell them to do more. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you but, like you it? Know, I, I think uh, you know from a from a saying or a mantra or whatever you want yeah, to say. I think for me personally, it would just be uh, you know for a lot of the guys that are out there listening, if you know if you are a disabled veteran or, or somebody. Um, you know, that's looking for something mm -hmm. to uh, kind of give you that that military camaraderie that you used to have. You know, I, I went a long time between when I got out and when I got it involved in, in doing anything with veterans. And, uh, you know, I, I've identified that as something that would have been helpful for me just with a yeah. lot of my struggles, mm -hmm. you know, for the last, you know, 15 years or so. So, uh, you know, it's never too late to get started. We've got plenty of guys that come out and never put a pair of skates on in their life. They're just they know we're veterans and they love hockey and they want to give it a try. And they're developing through, you know, we have an E-League team and a D-League team starting up. And, and it's really great being part of an organization where you get to see 
those guys, you know, start and start to develop and, and really not only learn the game, but kind of learn to love the game, yeah. and, you know, along with, with everybody else. And, and just the time spent, you know, after games, after practice, uh, you know, I'm used to hanging out after games for a couple of hours. Uh, but man, sometimes we hang out for a couple of hours after practice just cause you know, oh, yeah, yeah. everybody's there and, and we're hanging out and we're having a good time. So, you know, I think that's the most important thing is, uh, you know, you don't have to do a whole lot to get involved in the community right away, but get yourself in the door and, and, you know, if you think you need some help with something, I, I guarantee you we can find no. some way to help you out. Well, and, and every time it doesn't matter who I talk to, and it doesn't matter if it's a Patriot or a Warrior or a Lone Star Warrior or anything. Like, um, everybody that I've had on, I genuinely, genuinely believe when they say that. You know what I mean? There's a, uh-huh. I've, and everybody's talked to a bunch of people, but um, one thing I look for in the shout-out is just a, a genuine feeling. And the thing is, is, like, these guys really mean it. And yeah. they, it's like they've done it before. It's not like, yeah, we're thinking about, no, like, if you ever <laughs> need help, like, these guys have already helped. They've already been in this position to help. They're ready to help, you know? Yep, it, yep. It, it's a, it's not, you know, every this isn't anybody's first rodeo, um, and this is why these teams exist, is to uh, help one another. Um, but anyway, um, I'm just really happy uh, that you guys came in. Or wait, I have to do my shout-out. <laughs> I have to do my shout out, um, and I this was a a, a really fun episode. Um, and sometimes my shout outs are uh, um, sometimes it's me complaining about things, sometimes it's me uh, showing love. Um, but I kind of have a different shout out uh, today. I actually have a shout out for uh, uh, my family dog. Uh, my family <laughs> dog is here. Uh, my mother is, and he's actually sleeping. Um, but anyway, so my mother uh, is going for a psychology conference. She drove from Tulsa to Austin today, but on the way, she dropped by Mansfield, and we uh, were able to go out and have lunch. Uh, if you, you know, don't get to see your mom all the time, sometimes that's just really nice, and uh, you just, it's one of those, like, you, you miss them, but you understand that, uh, you know, we just kind of don't live, you know, uh, really, really close to one another, but she dropped the dog off, and uh, it is my mother's dog, but uh, it's like more of like a family dog, and we've not had a dog during any of the podcasts, so this is a first <laughs> for the podcast, um, but I was just, I was really hoping that he was just going to be a good dog. He's a seven-year-old golden retriever named Titus, um, but he currently is not bothering either one of our guests. He is passed out uh, on his uh, dog. Did, did he, was he nice to both you guys? You, you felt very nice. Very Absolutely. nice. Absolutely. Uh, Greeted so, us very nice. Yeah, so Titus, the golden retriever, uh, the shout out is for you. Uh, you did great today. He's passed out. He's not even, he's not even listed <laughs> to me, but, uh, anyway, uh, but also appreciate your moms. So this is also like, appreciate your moms and the time you get to spend with them. Uh, cause it doesn't happen all the time and you have to take advantage of it, uh, when that does happen. Uh, but then also appreciate when your dogs aren't loud and don't bother your guests, uh, when you have the podcast. Cause <laughs> if anybody knows anything about golden retrievers, they just really, uh, want attention all the time. They just want to be petted. Um, but I think he's uh, got enough of it, and he's uh, he's passed out now. But uh, anyway, um, are you guys good, Don? Uh, anything else you got to say? Yeah, no, I just wanted to add that um, if anybody's interested, like Ryan said, we play uh, out of Euless right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a D team and a C team. Okay. Um, and we're actually looking for players to start an E league team. Uh, we've had uh, we've come up just a little bit short. Uh, yeah. We're getting more and more every season that wants to get involved with that. So we have a ton of, ton of crossover players between yep. our two teams yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Yeah. Um, I think for the charity game roster, I think we had 
over half of both of our rosters play on both. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I showed up and I was like, well, "Which team is Russ on?" And then uh, Derek Tillman's like, well, "Well, we don't know yet." And I'm like, "Well, that's I'm supposed to root for him." So then I had to pick a team, and it was the team that was playing against Russ. So I felt like a bad friend because I had to root against because I had to pick <laughs> yeah. my team early. Of course, yeah, I had to pick him early. But uh, anyway. Um, Right. So I will say just a couple things on the game that would probably be fun to kind of throw out there. Um, so we're going to do uh, three 15-minute runtime periods. Mm-hmm. But regardless of the score at the end of the game, we're going to do a full roster shootout, and every goal is going to count towards the final score of the game. I think that's an awesome idea. I so think that's that really that'll cool. get everybody, you know, because we're going to have E-League level guys all the way up to B-level guys, and, yeah. and we've got some pretty good goalies. So we're going to be probably running two full bench yeah, twenty man rosters and uh, try to make a little fun out of it. No, so. that no, that's that's a that's a cool idea. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it done, but it makes sense and it's a cool idea. I'm sure your goalies are like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. goalies are like. Well, our oh, goal like is it. we're gonna have a sign up sheet for people to donate, uh, commit to a donation ahead of the t- the game. You know, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'll pay a dollar for every goal scored in the game. So if it ends up right twenty to fifteen, then they owe us thirty five dollars. Oh. That kind of thing. So I think it's great. Obviously, we'll explain that so people don't think we're trying to screw them over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't want yeah. anybody to go up there and say, "Oh yeah, I'll just you can't leave unless you yeah, give yeah, us fifty dollars." Yeah. Ten dollars a goal. You know, yeah. I mean, somebody might do it. I don't know, but uh, that'd be great. And then I do have an alibi on the shout out. And I only I know we weren't getting into the family, but no, you can't. Since I do have a crossover now, uh, my fiance Alicia has recently was sort of voluntold. She's our new secretary. Nice. So she's now joining our board as well. I forgot to mention her. Uh, when I mentioned the other guys, that, so it's smart. kind of a double that's so whammy. Smart. So that's really smart. I'm, I'm going to try to bail myself out on this one. Hopefully, she didn't just turn it off. <laughs> no, well, I try. I, I, I try and give a few different like openings to like redo. You're not yeah. redo, but like, hey, so like this is it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of yeah. that last. So one. that was my like, one alibi. Yeah. Uh, Alicia, I love you. I'm sorry I didn't mention you the first time, but uh, hey, but, <laughs> anyway. here, but, but here's the thing: is like I really feel like now she's kind of at the very end, so like it's her own little special section. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. she wasn't included with everybody else. Her own segment. Yep. Right. This was at the end. And, and uh, everybody, for the most part, listens to the end because I think they like the shout out. But uh, okay, so if we're both good, we're all good. Good to go. I think so. All right, Titus, we're good. He's not getting up. He's good. All right. Well, hey, uh, just wanted to say appreciate everybody listening. Uh, go check out the game. Um, both these organizations are, are wonderful. They're filled with wonderful people. Um, I will be there. It's in Mansfield. It's just really all the good things. There's nothing bad about anything that's, that, that's happening. It's just all good things. Uh, it's just uh, compounded uh, good things and positivity, uh, people caring about one another, growing the hockey community, just all the good things. But uh, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and do the Matt Taylor list. So you can check us out on faceoffspotpodcast.com. That is faceoffspotpodcast.com. You can follow us on iTunes. You can follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can follow us on, we have an Instagram. I need to get better at it. I don't know why they put me in charge of the Instagram. I don't even know how to use it, but I feel like I need to get better at it. Um, you know, And for no other reason but to try and get these uh, episodes out to more people, and then uh, we can just grow the show, which then grows the hockey community in Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, which helps everybody. So we're just uh, we're trying to help everybody. But uh, I really appreciate everybody that tunes in every week. And uh, we will make sure to come out with another great episode Thursday. All right, check us out every Thursday. Later, guys.